0: Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to
1: be a weekly place of rest for creatives to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at, Come join the conversation. Welcome back to Spark the Podcast. I'm McKenna here with our other host, Amy. Hey, guys. And we are so excited to welcome a longtime member of our Spark community with us today, Lauren Kearns. She is a successful business owner of 11 years, rock star mom to her beasties, and has been married for 17 years. She's one of the funniest people I know. And I'm just so excited she's hopping on today and getting to share so much that she knows. Uh, Welcome, Lauren.
2: Thank you. Yay. It's great to be on again.
0: Yeah, Lauren, if you guys remember, shared her testimony back in episode 13. So if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to it already, definitely go back and listen to it. Um, Today, we're going to be talking through work-life balance, which um, as business owners and photographers is often hard to find before. Before we get into that though we'd love to hear your story Lauren um all of it you know from when you were born in like 1985 to getting married in 2003 to your pregnancies and starting your business in 2010 and where you are now feel free to share with us we'd love to hear
2: it all all right. I mean, this is 36 years of, uh, of stuff, so <laughs> here we go. So I was born in 1985. Um, I would say I would sum up my years of 1986 to 2002 as I cried a lot and made bad choices. I was not cool, and I had very scrawny legs. Um, <laughs> in 2003, I got married very young. I was planning my wedding at 17, got married at 18, and then my husband and I went right into um, school, to college. I went to art school. In 2007, I graduated art school with a BFA, high honors at the top of my class. Uh, I was great at photography as a student. I don't know how great I was as an actual photographer, but we'll get (laughs) into that. Um, And then I managed a studio in Princeton uh, called Pride Brown Photographs right after I graduated. And I worked there for two years In 2010, I decided to quit that job. We moved to New York City and I opened up my own business. When then, just five months later, I got a surprise pregnancy. And a month later, my husband quit his job. So, my goodness, we had no money, no jobs. And we moved into a 35 year abandoned carriage house that had no heat, no plumbing. Again, I was pregnant, and in November 2011, we welcomed my first baby girl, Georgiana, into the world, and I was bringing her to the office every day, helping my husband grow his budding business while slowly growing my own, Uh, and then in 2012, Hurricane Sandy left us living with my in-laws while there was a tree stuck on our house. And I found out I was pregnant again. And at this point, my husband was beside himself because his business had just failed. <laughs> and he just oh. sat on the floor staring at the ceiling for hours. Wow. Um, and then he had decided to go back to his old job. So mm-hmm. at this point, I have two babies. I was photographing families, newborns, corporate jobs, toothbrushes, consignment <laughs> clothing, you can get, yeah. <laughs> weddings, weddings. Really anything that someone wanted to pay me for or didn't want to pay me for. Um, mm. I mean, I was just photographing anything in hopes of getting a new client. And I started doing uh, kids consignment clothing. Um, I was photographing clothing for oh, this consignment wow. shop. Um, and I was doing free sessions for anybody who bought $150 or more to this shop. And then I remember I scheduled my, my first sessions the day after Thanksgiving and I sat on the corner of Van Deventer and Nassau Street in Princeton, freezing my butt off for free shoots. A wow. third of the people never showed. <laughs> and a third wow. of the people who did show never bought any of the pictures. <laughs> so, I mean, I just didn't know how to run my business. So um, once I had my next son, um, I think life started getting a little bit um, more on the up and up, I started, started figuring out what I wanted to photograph, where I wanted my business going, but I wasn't sleeping. Um, and then in 2014, work was coming in more steadily. Um, I was still working at this kid's consignment shop, but I would photograph the clothing out the back of my trunk while my two children were sleeping in the car for nap time. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, an interesting circumstance. And then in 2017, I went to my first Ignite, workshop. Um, and I decided to rebrand the focus on weddings and learned a lot from you girls. And I I worked my butt off. Yeah. And took (laughs) on as many weddings as I could that year. Um, until I realized I took on too many weddings So in 2018, I launched a company rebrand. Um, and I started, I found an editor, um, and I started to be more um, particular about what weddings I was taking And then in 2019, I felt like I was hitting my stride. And in 2020, I was just re-asking, what is my stride? And is this what I'm supposed to be doing?
1: Wow. There's like a lot to unpack because it's your life, right? And um, and we got to get to, or everybody got to hear just a little bit of it. But, you know, you told us that somewhere, you know, around 2012, you forgot who Lauren, the wife, the mom, the person is the soul God created. You felt like you had to hit your stride, but you wondered if you were riding the wrong way or where to go. Um, can you talk us through that?
2: Yeah. So um, my, my husband's really jealous that I get the fun job because photographing people is fun. It's much better than normal jobs. I mean, we'll yeah. be honest. It's not a nine to five job. It's super fun. Um, you know, what's better than taking pictures of people looking their best? And if it's a wedding, it's the best day of their lives. So it's fun, it's pretty, and then I had to ask myself if it was fulfilling. Like, as a person, is this fulfilling? Um, You know, I found purpose in taking pictures and in finding clients who loved me and I could love as well, but I felt like this isn't my sole purpose nor was it my soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, you know, I put work before family. I put work before my self-care. I didn't sleep, you know, I, in 2017, I was taking on all those weddings and I, um, was taking on family sessions. I had, uh, this horrible weekly arrangement where I would drive down to Princeton, pick up that chest full of consignment clothing. And then my kids would be napping in the back of the car. And that was like me time to be able to get more work done. So, um, I learned that I was spinning my wheels unnecessarily. And then we all got sick and Mm -hmm. my husband was in the hospital for three days with pneumonia because I got him sick. And then I refused to take him to the hospital because I swore he had man flu. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I took him to the ER.
2: I made him, I made him, we parked and then I made him walk from the garage to the ER. And then they told me he had double pneumonia and that he had to stay for three nights. So I dropped him off and I raced home to prepare for my wedding the next day. (laughs) So I was engulfed in work. uh, I didn't see what I even had around me. I was clearly not a good wife. I wasn't an attentive mother and I was solely striving for meaning in my business. So... um. You know, I had one baby sitting on my lap nursing. The toddler was watching Horton Hears a Who for the third time on repeat because I had to get wedding edits done.
0: Mm-hmm. And then at
2: three years old, Gigi turned, learned or learned how to make her own peanut butter and jelly because she'd keep asking me, can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? And then I find a little three-year-old with a kitchen chair pulled up to the counter. She's wearing nothing but a diaper and she's making her own peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> Yeah. Spell so so, starter right there. I know. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, great. She's learned independence. But then <laughs> I woke up one day and I was like, where did my babies go? You know, I remember mm-hmm. the peanut butter and, uh, and jelly scenario, but I don't remember her that way. I remember the pictures I see on my cell phone, but I don't remember ever being present. And, you know, I don't know who my clients were when she was three. And, I don't stay in touch with the families I had when I photographed them. Uh, you know, did I just waste my calling, my purpose as a mom in those years on free sessions and consignment clothing?
0: Yeah, I know. I, I struggle with that too, especially, you know, cause the kids are getting older. Audrey's six now and Ryan's four, and I can definitely relate. You know, I think when I was, um, you know, had just had Ryan, I would sit up in the middle of the night with my nursing pillow and like be editing at four in the morning, just trying to get things done. And I just wonder what it would have been like, you know, if I had made different choices, maybe I just sat there and like nurse my baby instead of like trying to like, multitask. And you know, that that comes back to our priorities. What does God model in the Bible? And what does he say is important, Lauren?
2: Yeah, I, you know, we're driven people. Um, we're driven by passions and interests and purpose. And it's not a fault. God created us to be passionate and driven, but he also created us for his enjoyment. And that's plain and simple. Like, God does not need us, but we desperately need God. I recently um, heard a sermon from John Piper where he explains the passage in Exodus 3.14 where God tells Moses, I am who I am. Say to the people of Israel, I am has sent you. And he means he just is. He can't be defined because he himself defines everything. We have to find our meaning and purpose in him. He doesn't need us. We were created to rely on him in all things. And in First Samuel 12, verses 20 through 21, it tells us, Do not turn aside from the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And do not turn aside, for then you would go after empty things which cannot profit. They are for nothing." So too often we can be confused with career goals and status. What the world says is important. We live in the world and therefore we're consumed by all the things of the world. We're surrounded by it. But scripture tells us the word of God is living and powerful in the beginning of Hebrews 4.12. And therefore, we need to take the time to study his word to understand the importance of our life and the lives of those who God has put in our path and made part of our lives. I
1: feel like um, we do. We live in a world that is full of busyness and just it's time consuming, like everything. And instead of focusing on God, when we need him, he doesn't need us is such a good reminder. You know, it's sometimes easy to feel like our own worth is in our work and what we do and the people that approve of us, right? That is measurable to us. Um, You love it and believe it's God's gift to you and your clients. You have told us God put you, uh, your husband and your children in your life to be your first priority, how do you go about making this happen?
2: Uh, so I like to schedule my pr- priorities like they're my job. So that <laughs> means I schedule my children and I schedule my husband. <laughs> I schedule friends. And I found that if I don't do that, uh, I'll catch a fe- you know a fleeting thought um, and I have to write it down. Otherwise, I'll fill my time with something else. So if I think about a friend who I haven't seen in a while or I think about something fun I have to do with my kids, I have to write it down. Because I look at the blank space in my calendar and I know something's going to take its place. Um, mm-hmm. My husband recently asked if we can go ad- out for a date. Um, and I said, I can schedule you in next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them guessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, my children and my husband have to be a priority in my life. But it it can't mean that they're um, my 24-7, you know, The reality of the situation is we have to work. um, That does take most of our time. But um, we have to make them a priority in some way and make it meaningful, which I don't think that I was doing in the beginning of my career. Um, And it's funny because, you know, in a normal year, my kids spend most of the time at school. My husband spends most of his time at work. 2020 was kind of flipped on its head. I was like, wow, I actually am around these people (laughs) 24-7. We actually (laughs) got a little bit of made up time, um, Mm. to spend together, uh, forced really together and it wasn't all bad. So I think, you know, as I was writing this, um, for ignite in 2020, I was like, man, you know, what is my stride and where am I going with all this? And, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? And, you know, God was able to turn a pretty horrible situation of 2020 into, you know, quality time and actually something that I was asking for. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's part of a lot of people's story as well.
0: Yeah, I know, you know, that that's been a big gift for us. And, um, you know, as we go into this busy year, it's just so crazy to see it contrasted with last year, you know, and it's just a year of rest and then a year of packing two wedding seasons into one and um, all of the changing factors. It is, um, You know, it is nice to look back on that quality time that we did get to have. And, you know, balance is so important, but sometimes it feels so elusive. You've shared that you want to find balance in who God has called you to be because our clients can't relate to, you know, a photo machine. They can relate to who we are as a real person. But if our camera, if Lightroom, you know, our computers, Matt had like, I think he has a name for my computer <laughs> because Bob. it's like always Bob, Yeah, right? <laughs> He's like, oh, you spend more time with Bob. <laughs> and it's like, if that is like always what we're glued to, we're, we're not going to have any balance. You know, our passions can consume us. How can we steward well the life that God has gifted us so that we can share it with those who he puts in our path?
2: Um, I think this year has taught me to be discerning about who God is actually putting in my path. Um, you know, I'm a people pleaser by nature. I want to be loved by everybody. But this year, because of the time that, you know, we don't have, you know, I'm trying to be honest with my kids and be like, I want to spend more time with you. This year is going to be crazy. I'm trying my best. You know, I'm my kids now are eight, almost 8 and 10. And it's a little bit of me teaching them do as I say, not as I do. And just saying, this is a weird year. Like we're going to try better next year. And I'm making the steps to try to correct that for next year. Um, But, you know, as a natural people pleaser and knowing that I want to make some time for my kids, um, it's been hard for me to put up boundaries. And I felt like I really did. I had to be honest with clients, put up boundaries be able to post a photo of my family taking some time off before all of my work is done, and not being afraid of that. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I was so scared that people would be like, "Well, where you know, where are my photos? Why is she taking some time off?" Because in my mind, there's no excuse for taking time off. It's just <laughs> ingrained that I should be working all the time. Um, and you know that actually isn't the way that it's been. My clients have been um, happy to see me spending time with my kids or, you know, Oh yeah, take time off. It's fine. Or I just say, no, I can't do that. And they respect my schedule, which is great. Um, But it was me stepping out of my comfort zone. And I think that has shown me the people that God actually wants me to have in my life and in my business, because if somebody can't respect that time, then they're just not for me. And that's perfectly fine. But I need to be able to show that I am a mom as well as being a photographer. And it's funny because recently I've been going to these engagement sessions where I meet my clients for the very first time. And almost all of them say, "We love your beasties." I <laughs> know. Just, yeah, th- that's what I call my children. They—it's just funny because they watch—they're watching my life as well as my photography. So I think it is a balance, and I think it is something that people respect. And you know, God put me on this earth, and hopefully, in these clients' lives, to to be a part of it, and not just to be a tool and to be a camera. So. Absolutely. You know, I hear
1: that thing that saying like all the time where it's like, yeah, everybody quits their nine to five to work 24 <laughs> seven. Yes. <laughs> and you know, if we're so busy in this life, what is something that we're going to miss out on?
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. At the end of the day, you get to where you want, wanted to be You've, you, you uh, reach your goals, the goals that you have for yourself. And I found this recently that you know, in the beginning of my business, there were so many little goals that I wanted to meet. And once I met one goal, I was on to the next goal already. Now I'm sort of feeling like, okay, what's next? I've, I've reached a lot of goals. I have a lot of goals under me already accomplished. Mm -hmm. I was striving for some big goals and I get to the top of the mountain and I'm like, all right, well, here I am. I guess I'll start climbing down now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How's that view from the top? Yeah. Yeah,
2: And in those moments, you understand the emptiness of earthly riches and false promises of Mm. earthly satisfaction. And, you know, David tells us in Psalm 1611, you, referring to God, will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are the pleasures forevermore. It's not in the goals that you have for yourself, but in finding more about who God is and the goal and the goals and the purpose he has for your life.
0: Hmm. Absolutely. Now, Lauren, walk us through where you are right now. We know that this season has been so busy, um, but, you know, last year's season of rest followed by this crazy one, has it changed or impacted you in any way? What has God been teaching you?
2: <laughs> well, right now i'm on i'm honestly floundering a bit <laughs> yeah. I, show, I show myself grace you know every morning because i know that life has a way of happening without advance warning and if that means that my morning bible study is interrupted and i only have a more, a moment to open my bible app and read just one verse i pray god will use that verse to sustain me for the full day you know mm-hmm. i continue to family to schedule my family into my calendar mm-hmm. perhaps not as often as i'd like but Um, you know, when I wrote this out originally for 2020, I had a plan, like the whole year was planned. I found balance a little bit and, (laughs) and then nothing went according to plan. You know, they, it went according to God's plans. I had the year off and Mm. we did so much. We did road trips all up and down the East coast three times. Um, you know, God's taught me that while I can't predict the future, I can put a plan into motion and then he'll meet me halfway. And then when he says pivot, I'm already in motion. So, I know my life in his in is is in his hands. None of it's a mistake, perhaps a fault on my part, but God has used every trial for his purposes to bring about his good, and that gives me peace to remember that when life feels chaotic and out of control, he's going to turn it into something good.
1: Do you have any final thoughts on work and life balance or any encouragement to those maybe struggling with it right now in this
2: Weird, new normal that we're all in. Yeah, you know, I had coffee with a friend of mine who's also a photographer, and we met at Ignite actually that first year. We became friends, swapped weddings. Anyway, she she has three children. She has a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and she just had a newborn baby last week. And she's in the season of caregiver, and, you know, it's taking her more time to do everything. I have self-dressing children who are making their own lunches. And she has three children under four. So, (laughs) you know, it makes us feel like we're not doing enough. Um, I think social media makes us feel like you're seeing someone's at a a workshop overseas. Someone just took a month-long hiatus in Florida. Someone is starting a new course. And in your mind, you're thinking all of these things are happening to a group of people rather than these are people's one-off accomplishments that they've worked really hard for. And I think it's, it's easy to look at that and say, I'm so far behind, you know, like what have I accomplished today? I showered. That's great. That's an (laughs) accomplishment. (laughs) You know, I've, I've upgraded my camera. It's not the pro camera I want, but I've upgraded my camera or I've incorporated my business. I quit my job to be able to do this. And you know, nothing, you can look at your accomplishments and be proud of them. Um, You know, you can look at the career path that you have mapped out for yourself, you know, read your Bible, study God's word, pray, find out where he's going to meet you, find out where he's going to pivot your life and stop looking at what everybody else is doing because Mm. it always makes you feel like you're behind no matter what you've accomplished, no matter what you've done, you're always going to feel behind and nothing is too late. It's never too late. I mean, I started my business in 2010 here I am 11 years later, you know, I really didn't hit my stride till 2018. I floundered for seven years. You know, I had babies in diapers. I wasn't even dressed half the time, not sleeping. And my, you know, my business really took off. But what if instead I had spent time with my kids and not tried as hard because in 2018, part of that was that they were already grown up and able to do things on their own and going to school. What if I didn't spin my wheels so hard? So, you know, I still don't have the flexibility to go to a multi-day workshop. I've never been to one. Maybe when my kids go to college. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, it's okay to hit the pause button and then pick up in some time. You know, it's never too late. If 2020 was your pause button, great. If 2021 needs to be your pause button, wonderful. If 2021 has pushed you over the edge and you need a break next year, do it. It's never too late. And it's uh, you can humble yourself and ask for help. So, you know, seven years into my business, I thought I could do everything better. I didn't want any help from anybody. And then I finally gave in after editing till two in the morning and realizing all of my edits got too magenta because I was exhausted (laughs) and I couldn't see. (laughs) And I hired an editor and it was the best thing that I ever did and gave me so much more time back. So asking for help is a huge, huge thing. And then I just have one last quote and that's from Laura Casey. And it says, she believed she couldn't. And so God did. I love that. That's great.
1: Well, Lauren, we'd love to make sure everybody knows where to find you, whether that be Instagram
2: or your website, if you wouldn't mind sharing that would be great. Sure. My Instagram handle is at Lauren Kearns photography. And my website is LaurenKearns.com. Awesome.
1: And thank you so much for hopping on here and just sharing your words of encouragement but also your life with us today we really appreciate it and i will be coming to you whenever i'm in your situation which will hopefully be in some sort of the near future um but until then you guys know where you can find us at njspark.co or njsparkco on
0: instagram before we go today we want to leave you with this first it's found in psalms 127 2 in vain you rise early and stay up late toiling for food to eat for he grants sleep to those he loves thank you guys again for joining us we'll see you back here in two weeks